I have not drank in quite some time because obviously I'm pregnant. But to be honest with you guys, I don't miss it at all. I kind of think drinking is overrated. I feel like my skin has been glowing. I feel just healthier. When you wake up hungover and you look in the mirror and you see every single wrinkle and pore because your skin is so dehydrated, it is not cute. It's a cry for help. Mm -hmm. Welcome back. This is the Confident Collective Podcast and we are your hosts. I'm Ryan. And I'm Christina. We are curb models, content creators, and some would even say comedians. We started the Confident Collective Podcast to help you live your most confident life by sharing our stories and sitting down with experts to talk about, well, life. We chat sex, dating, business, relationships, and so much more. We hope you love this episode, so let's get into it. I have so much to tell you. I have been waiting. I'm not even kidding you guys. I was like, tell me, tell me, tell me. And she's like, I'm waiting to tell you on the podcast everything that happened this weekend because she just wants my real time reaction. I know. There are so many times where I have things to tell you, but I save it for when we're recording because it just really needed to happen in real time. Okay. Well, I'm fucking excited. Let's go, bitch. Well, last weekend I went to New York City to look for apartments. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you haven't heard, I am moving to New York City. (laughs) Anyway, I went to look for apartments and I just had the funnest weekend, but I have to tell you about this date I went on. Okay. I can't wait to hear. Well, first of all, I want to say I met so many of you in real life. It was freaking me out. That's so cool. I think probably 12 girls came up to me, which is a lot. Like this has never happened to me in a, in that short of a period. I was like, and everyone's so cool. I was like, you guys are dope. I'm like, let's all hang out. Were (laughs) they out? on the streets or like at bars or out on the street on my date out randomly we crashed this girl's birthday party and these couple girls were there and they were like what are you doing here and i'm like i don't know that's so and funny. they were so cool they were so much fun yes it was like a mix of the street and out and whatever it was so cool so if meeting you in person is so it's much the, fun it's so fun and when you're like you listen to the podcast i'm like it is crazy it's just so crazy to me i love it that. was awesome So we've got a killer New York community. I'm really excited. But okay. I went on this date. It was a Raya Raya date. Okay. He's a comedian. Yada, yada. I feel like he's short. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was going to say, and literally the next thing I was going to say is people don't put their height on Raya. (laughs) So it's like always a gamble. Okay. And you know, in a couple photos, I was like, Ooh, that forearm's looking a little bit short. Ooh, I don't know. Anyway, but I'm like open-minded, you okay, know, we I've love got, that. I'm open-minded. There's, you've had some growth. I've had some growth. Like I've, I've, you know, I'm coming around. So there's always a risk that they're going to be shorter than me, but whatever. Mm-hmm. He's like, Hey, why don't we meet for drinks at eight? And then we can go, I have a show at nine 30 and then 11. And I'm like, okay, that's pretty bold. He's inviting you to his show, show on a first date. That's pretty bold. But oh I was gosh, like, I'm so nervous. But I was like, okay, that's a pretty good story. Mm-hmm. No matter what happens. That's a good story right. to have. So we end up getting a drink and it's fine. He's a comedian. I'm a comedian. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just the conversations easily flowing. We're both like two personable people. Okay. I don't have like a super like strong sex. Is he short? Yeah, he's shorter than me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's shorter than me. And I didn't have a super like strong physical attraction to him. Okay. But I definitely liked, we were having good conversation, whatever. We have our drink. He's like, okay, let's head over to my show. I'm so nervous he's going to troll you the whole show. 
(laughs) So there's like a long line to get in. It's kind of crazy. I'm like stepping back, letting him lead, but it's also kind of pissing me off. He's like kind of like tweedling around. I'm like, dude, go to the guy you're, you're performing. Like go to the door. Like why are we standing out here? He goes to the door and, um, the person running the show is like, Oh, Hey, yeah, come on in blah, blah, blah. And he's like, Oh, I brought a friend with me. And the guy's like, absolutely not. What? We're completely full. And he, you can tell that he starts getting worried. He's like, are you sure? Like she can't come in and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just standing there and I'm just like fucking feeling so awkward. And I wasn't really feeling it. And I was like, okay, this is kind of my out, you know, like yeah. whatever. And also awkward. Yeah. And so he's like talking to them and I'm like, don't worry. Like, it's fine. Don't worry. I'll just go. I'll go. And he's like, okay, I'm so sorry. And the whole thing is I joke to him that I've dated a few comedians in the past and I always give them good material. And I was like, I told you now you got some good material to work with. Anyway, I leave. So he was bold enough to invite me to a show, his own show that he couldn't get me into. And then he was like, I'm so sorry. And I felt bad for him. I felt awkward for him. That's embarrassing. Imagine if the roles were reversed, I would be like, I'm so embarrassed. Yeah, that is embarrassing. And he was like, sent me the address for the 11 and was like, please come to this one. I'm like. For the later showing? Yes. Oh, because it was at a different location. A different location. Okay. I was like, listen, had so much fun. Like, I think we'd have to rain check. And then I met up with my friends and went out. But I was like, that was really awkward. Damn, but we don't know what he has said during his show. I wonder no. if he mentioned it. If anyone went to a comedy show in the Lower East Side on, I don't even know what night it was, Saturday night, and someone talked about their date not getting in. It was, was me. <laughs> that was me. But I just had so much fun in New York City. It was just, it was, I had so much energy too. I guess it was because of the time difference. Oh yeah, that makes sense. But also I just feel like New York City is electric in that way it's electric and i also feel like people stay up way later and go out way later yeah like i feel like in la people are like six o'clock dinner perfect it's so different and i just had the best time and when i have an update on the apartment i will be sure to tell everybody <laughs> it's so funny because i obviously introduced you to the real estate agent you're working with and she was texting me about you and then like about one of our college friends who lives next door to one, one of these of the, apartments. I yeah, exactly. At. She was like, yeah, one of Christina's favorite people from college lives in this building. I'm like, oh my God. It's so funny. And I was like, oh my gosh, if Rand starts hanging out with like college friends, first of all, you might have stories for fucking days <laughs> of me. And I was just like, this is gonna be such a crazy, like mixed in world like i would love it so much blast from the past yeah crazy blast from the past well wild well i'm gonna have to i mean i'm so grateful for you to introducing me to everyone you know on the east coast because everyone's really cool and welcoming and amazing and hopefully they're helping me find my next home on the east coast are the vibe always yeah so overall great weekend oh i'm so excited for you i'm so excited I just, like I said before, since I grew up in New Jersey, so most of my friends moved to New York City after college and they've all left. So I'm so excited to have someone back there. I'm excited to have a place to stay in the city again, like a friend to stay with in the city. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be so good. Well, for me, I'm just here pregnant as fuck. (laughs) Christina walks in today and I'm like, 
Oh my God, you look, she literally was looking so chic. She had these gold sunglasses on, looking so chic. I was like, oh, whoa, okay. She's like, I'm in so much pain. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I do try to get dressed these days just because it helps me feel a little bit better about the amount of pain I'm in. It's yeah. honestly manageable. I feel like sometimes I say that and people make pregnancy sound so bad. Pregnancy's hard. I've had a hard pregnancy, but like I said, I'd probably do it again. Like it's manageable. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But when you're this close to having a baby, things just start hurting. You're just like, get. I just want this thing to to not be in here anymore. I part of me feels like that, but then part of me just hold on a little bit longer because I'm trying to get a couple things. Like, <laughs> you're, like hold on. Out. <laughs> you're like, how's next Tuesday? No, for it's you? actually so annoying. I didn't even tell you this, but because it's been raining so much in Los Angeles. There was a leak in our apartment. So now we have to wait for them to come fix it. They literally have to tear out the walls in my bedroom. This is not an ideal situation. Oh, that sucks. It sucks so badly. So I am just trying to be very patient with that and yeah. hold the baby in until all that is done and cleaned up. Pretty hold much. The, hold the baby in <laughs> until much. there's walls in the bedroom. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, easy. Well, no big fine. deal. It's fine. So that's pretty much where I'm at any day now any day you'll now. be a mother of two but you know what I've been thinking about so we took Nicholas to Disney right and it was the most magical time ever because when you see your kids eyes just like light up and get so excited it's just the most fun thing ever so right now I'm just like so eager to see Nicholas as a big brother I just can't wait for that I literally can't imagine what he's going to be like. It's so exciting to me. I always remember one of our neighbors, like our close neighbors growing up. There was an older sister and then the new baby came and you could hear her screaming at night. Take that baby back. That's, she was pissed. That's scary. She literally was so pissed. So I'm eager to see if Nicholas is going to be maybe a little, I'm sure he'll feel a little jealous, but he's also probably going to be like, oh my gosh, so excited. I think there, it has to be a mix of yeah. both for sure. Yeah. I told you, my parents always say I tried to kill my sister. <laughs> Wait, I think you did. I me. dragged her off the bed her first week home from the hospital. Savage. I know. Um, so we'll see what he's like. We'll just try and include him as much as possible. But yeah. you know something else I've been thinking about? And I guess this was like what I've been obsessed with lately. So I feel very confident in my pregnant body. Like I love the way I look pregnant. And it's interesting because I think for so long, I was always so scared to get pregnant because you just hear stories about people just make you feel like you're going to blow up and not look like yourself and look awful and like be so uncomfortable, blah, 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 blah. And I think for so long, I had people in my family, I had doctors, I had people saying like, you just want to make sure you lose weight before you get pregnant because you don't want to be like too heavy pregnant, blah, 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 blah. So I kind of always just had this like negative vision of myself pregnant, but I love my belly and I love being pregnant and I love my pregnant body. And then I was thinking about it the other day and I was like, do I love my pregnant body? Because for all of my life, I've hated my belly and I've always tried to hide it and make it look smaller. And now it's perfectly acceptable. Celebrated. And okay. And celebrated for it to be like this big belly and I was like, it was, it's kind of been this like mind fuck going on in my head. Do you yeah. know what I mean? 
And I'm like, I, I just don't know how I feel about it, but I've been obsessed with it. And I'm like, how am I going to feel after? I almost don't know what my body is going to look like afterwards or how I'm going to yeah. feel in it. And it's almost going to feel foreign in a way. Like well, I obviously don't want to have this big pregnant belly forever. Do you know what I mean? Right. But I've gotten so used to it and looking in the mirror at myself this way. And I just feel like women's bodies pregnant are celebrated. And then all of a sudden it's, wait, if you don't look, snatched afterwards it's an interesting you're an interesting that's an interesting point you break up because it's like for the when a woman is pregnant that is for the first time by society it's celebrated and accepted to have a big belly Mm -hmm. but then the second that baby is out it is oh bounce back how long did it take you to bounce back Mm -hmm. oh what are you getting to get your body back all this stuff and it's just so crazy to me that it's such a parallel in dialogue and conversation around this. It's so, so wild. And obviously I've been through this before, but you kind of forget. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You forget how you feel. You forget how you look. So I don't know. It's something I've been thinking a lot about lately. And I guess I'll have to update you on it. You should You should write about it this time. Write your thoughts down on how you're feeling. That would be an interesting episode. Okay, I will. Yeah. Well, what I'm obsessed with is... <laughs> what oh no so before we started recording i don't know how christina and i got on the topic of reddit but we did and i'm we're scared not- to bring this up if you guys hate us don't go to reddit okay honestly long story short is people are really surprised really trying to figure out they think i don't work and that i'm spending two thousand dollars every eight weeks on hair extensions so I'm obsessed with my two thousand dollar <laughs> extensions they look so good they do look so good but I will say I've only done it one time and are you going to do it again though? Yes, but I'm working with the hair brand to create content for them. Okay, cool. So they're gifting me the hair, but here's my thing. You just pay the stylist. Yes. So I, before I'm going to like work with anybody or create content with anybody, I will a hundred percent spend my own money and do it myself first. Mm -hmm. See if it's worth it. And let me tell you, it's worth it. These are the most expensive hair extensions I've had. I've had tape-ins before but you pay you get what you pay for wait what do you have right now keratin bonds oh yes you told me that they look i can't tell you how much more natural it looks it looks so natural when my hair gets greasy in the back you can some of them kind of pop out sometimes Mm -hmm. but that's only when my hair gets really greasy but i'm gonna do them probably one more time and work with them to create some content for their instagram and stuff in exchange for the hair and then i'm not going to do it for the summer because i love to be like like at the beach at or the, the beach way. and that stuff the hair extensions are just kind of high maintenance totally and then i'll have to report back and tell you if you know how the my hair is holding up but after you get your hair extensions out your hair feels it just goes from having so much hair to no hair it feels crazy yeah i remember when i had hair extensions which i love so much i just think i had a little bit too much hair like looking back at photos i was like Damn, girl. Oh, you had the hand tied. I had the hand tied, which I loved, but I think they were just very thick. Yeah. That when I took them out, like I didn't, surprisingly, I didn't feel bald or I didn't mind it. It almost felt like a little bit of a relief, but I have been thinking about getting them in again. They are just fun. I mean, they're just like. They are fun, but you do bring up a good point. Am I going to do all that for like two months? Yeah, I guess you can. Yeah. Right. Because I wouldn't want them for summer either. So with the keratin bonds, you can't reuse the hair. That's why it makes it so expensive. Mm-hmm. But with the other ones, you could save them and yeah. put them back in the fall. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. But do I think you need to spend $2,000 on hair extensions? No. Absolutely not. 
you can still get a great look with tape bands and hand tied a hundred percent i do think these like for me at least look the most natural mm -hmm. and i'm gonna work with them and make some content for them and do it probably one more time so yeah but i i do work i promise you work very, very we shouldn't hard. have even opened the reddit no we should but honestly have. honestly it wasn't bad that wasn't bad i've heard people have really bad stories about reddit should we be concerned that people don't care enough about us that there haven't been that many are we boring? Maybe. <laughs> no. Honestly, I would rather have people not care about me. Than be mean to you. So. I'm really sensitive. It really bothers me. Me too. <sighs> All right, let's move on from that. It's making me feel sick. Okay, well, today I'm excited, but also kind of nervous for our conversation. I know. Kind of <laughs> so we decided to do an episode sharing some of our unpopular opinions. Yeah, we thought, you know, well, let's do a little lighthearted, fun episode and maybe get a little spicy. <laughs> and But we also like as we were going through this, we're like, is that mean? We're like, I don't want anyone to be upset <laughs> or offended. But we're like, wait, but like, I feel this way and it's fine to talk about. So yeah. just know that these are our unpopular opinions okay so it means everyone else thinks they're popular so they're fine yeah if you disagree with us and also christina and i disagree on some yes definitely so yeah let's just go off with number one which we both agree on wait do you agree with this on me yeah that yeah. Brides, bridesmaids are tacky yeah i just don't i just feel like why i don't necessarily feel like tacky is the right word to describe it. I just feel like they're so unnecessary more than anything. I feel like it starts drama in friend group. Who you're going to pick? Who's going to be the man of honor? <laughs> I feel like it takes away from you as a bride and as a couple. Yes. And I feel like, and I don't mean to sound ageist, but I think I especially think that they're even more unnecessary or I guess tackier after a certain age. Because I guess if you're getting married really young and it's like right out of college and like these are your closest friends, blah, 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 then it's fine. But after like 10 years, I don't know. I'm like, is that necessary? Yeah, I get that. You think they're tacky no matter what? I think at any point in time, I think that the photos that are, I can't even look at them. I think they're so cheesy are the bridal part of party photos. It, it's awkward. It's weird. What are you going to do with those? Frame them? Has anyone, please, please someone tell me, do you have any of your full bridal party? Dude, people party? definitely do. Really? Yes. I would much rather have a super candid photographer get photos of my friends that, okay, 100%, they'll be staged, but they won't look staged. Mm -hmm. And just my friends in whatever outfits, I just was joking, actually, I was like, I'm not having bridesmaids, but I will tell you, maybe give suggestions on what you should wear. <laughs> so they're like, essentially wear bridesmaids. Yes. But yeah, it's just not for me. Like no. if I got married, I wouldn't have bridesmaids. Yeah. I mean, I got married five years ago and I didn't have bridesmaids. Hold on. I thought you had bridesmaids. No. I thought you were, Christina, are you a trendsetter? Yes, bitch. Who do you think Whoa. you're talking to? Whoa. Miss yeah. Yes. No, I've never been into it. I've never wow. been into it. I, I also have like, a very opinionated mother. Does your mom agree with you? Oh, my mom probably thinks they're so embarrassing. Interesting, because I would think that your mom would be kind of, she kind of goes the traditional route of things. Like, oh, this is what you do, Christina. But I think she goes, but 
I don't think that she would think is traditional. Got it. And actually that gets into our next topic, which is no one wants to go to a gender reveal party. Yeah. We're not doing those anymore. My mom, dude, the opinion she has about gender reveal parties. Is she really strong? She was just like, I just don't understand. Like why? And also to be honest with you, I guess it's hard for me to say because I've just never been interested in them. I've also have never been invited to one. So maybe my opinion would change if I went to an amazing gender reveal party. I don't think so. But I just feel like it's so awkward. It's okay. We're all going to stand around and then cut the cake and what's inside. Or like when people make it so elaborate, it's, oh my God, get to the point. Have you seen actually those videos on TikTok are so funny where it's, hi, I'm your mom. And I think you're going to be a girl. (laughs) I've not seen these. Oh my God. I hope now that I've said it, it's going to come up on your page. It probably will. It's like a car wreck. I cannot look away. It's painful to watch. It's, uh, it's, oh, it's uncomfortable, but I can't look away. I watch every single one. This is interesting because the past two, like I've been in both of these situations where I have been a bride, chose not to have bridesmaids and I'm a mom and I've never had a gender reveal party. So I feel, I guess I do feel very strongly about them. I just, and it's weird because it's like, unless you feel so passionately about wanting one sex of the baby and you're so excited about it. I just wouldn't even know how to react. I it's feel like my so rea- awkward. I feel like my reaction would just be so weird. Yeah. No like, matter what. Like, I can't imagine jumping for joy. Oh, you're having a boy and absolutely losing it. What if it was a girl? Right. Or like, either way. I don't know. I literally, as soon as I got the emails from the doctors, I just opened them up. Like, I couldn't even wait for anything. Right. So. Yeah, that's. We're not into gender reveal parties. Okay. No offense if you had them. It's fine. All right. My next unpopular opinion is going out to bars and going out in general, if you're single, is the worst way to meet a long-term partner. See, I feel like this one's a little complicated because I'm pretty sure that's how I met Steve. No, you were working. Yeah, but Steve went out to a bar. We still did meet at a lounge. Don't you think? Okay, well, that is my favorite story to tell. So you were the exception, not the rule. (laughs) (laughs) yeah I, I just think that people so here's the thing out last weekend we ran into a few guys who we had seen out well we were there at the same bar the two nights in a row I was like this is kind of embarrassing these people are here every night just prowling and okay I but you guys were there prowling both nights too exactly yeah embarrassing <laughs> embarrassing I should be embarrassed but okay I haven't been drinking so I've been going out sober so I'm seeing things with crystal clear vision mm. ladies these men are gross when a man gets when men are drunk and I'm talking straight I'm talking straight dating here but these men were so when they get sloppy I'm like Ugh. And then there'll be like two really attractive guys in the bar. And every girl swarms. (laughs) Every girl is swarming. I'm just watching this happen. And I'm like, wow. I just think there are better ways to meet people. Yeah, I can see that. I just think. And again, there are exceptions. But overall, this is my opinion and I stand by it. Well, it's funny because now that you say I'm the exception, not the rule. Steve doesn't drink. So maybe that also counts. Steve doesn't drink and you were working. Okay. Fair. It's different. But I know so many people are going to be like, I met my partner at at a bar, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, this one, I think we can both, do you still feel like this? Because dry January is almost over. 
But I have not drank in quite some time because obviously I'm pregnant. But to be honest with you guys, I don't miss it at all. I kind of think drinking is overrated. And this, maybe I'm just getting old because there was a period in my life where I was probably blocked out four nights of the week for five years straight. And I would have disagreed at that point. But now as someone who has, oh shit. What? I had a cocktail this weekend. I forgot to confess. Uh I had one cocktail. Okay. One. What? Get over it. I'm over it. I don't care. You do whatever (laughs) you want. Anyway, I was going to say as someone who has not drank for 18 days, besides (laughs) one cocktail, I agree. I have had so much fun out sober and also the effect here's my thing with drinking I drink and then I personally and why I decided to do dry January was I realized when I go out in these situations I feel responsible for people having fun so I'm always Mm -hmm. like who needs a drink who needs a drink I'm going up to the bar I'm buying people drinks I'm spending my money I'm buying me drinks people drinks then I'm drinking more because someone's like, you need a drink. I'm like, oh, let me just chug, kick mine back. I'll go with you because mm-hmm. I want to make sure people are having fun. So by the end of the night, I've had 10, 13 drinks. And I've spent like $500. And I've spent so much money. And then guess what? The next day, you feel like shit. I feel like shit. I'm not productive. I feel like my skin has been glowing. I feel just healthier. But here's my thing that I do think. Wait, I'm sorry. Real quick. When you wake up hungover, and you look in the mirror and you see every single wrinkle and pore because your skin is so dehydrated. It is not cute. It's a cry for help. Mm -hmm. This is the thing that I do think, I'm not saying I'll go completely sober, but I think there are, what I do think is cool about sometimes drinking and the culture around drinking, if it happens, but there's a line. I do think it can bring people together. I think there is something really special about being at a dinner and opening a bottle of wine together and having conversation and opening up and that side of things. I do think there is something special in how drinking does kind of bring people together, but I do still think it's overrated with the capacity and how we treat it overall currently. I actually saw this TikTok video that said drinking is on the way out. I think it is. And that this person- Shrooms are on the way in. Well- Obviously, I think that. Obviously. But that's not what the video said. But this video said that they think that in 20 years from now, people are going to look at drinking alcohol the way people look at smoking cigarettes. Wow. This was just a video on TikTok or something? Very reliable source. <laughs> exactly. No, but it is interesting to hear people's opinions. Yes. Don't get me wrong. I love being wild and spontaneous, but I have to admit... I love a routine. We all have chaotic lives and my morning routine uh, just sets me up for a successful day. And part of that is taking AG1 by Athletic Greens. I take AG1 in the morning before I have my coffee, before I go for a walk, before I even think about looking at my emails. And it makes me feel ready to take on the day. It's one scoop of powder mixed with water once a day. So if you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com cc. That's athleticgreens.com cc to check it out. 
Oh, speaking of TikTok. Dude, this one kills me. Okay. You guys all know what we're talking about. At least I hope you do. But you know those fake prank videos? The prank videos. A lot of couples do them. I guess just like prank videos in general. But the ones that are just so blatantly obvious that they're fake. The person doesn't see you recording with the phone right in your face. I'm sorry. I cannot stand them. I cannot stand them. I feel like it's like acting. And then I go to the comments. I'm like, are people buying this? And people are like eating it up. I'm like, you got, I'm very confused by it. I'm So do you think I'm confused by it too? Because I'm like, this is the worst acting I've ever seen in my entire life. And there is a line, like some of them I see, remember that prank going around for a while where you had to, you accidentally hit your person in the passenger seat when you're grabbing your bag? Yeah. Okay. Some of those were funny. Yeah, that is funny, but that's different. That's different. Some of them are like, why can't I, I feel like I can think of so many, but it's the cheesy couple ones that I just, I feel physically ill. I can't watch them. I know. And it's funny because for Steve and I love creating content together and I'm always like, we can't do that. Yeah. The, but I like the ones where it's yours is clearly a parody. Yeah. It's like Steve's pretending to be you. Right, right, right. Like it is fake. It is fake. That's right. why. Like we're filming it. <laughs> Honestly, when Steve puts on a dress, it's just fucking funny. Because he <laughs> looks better in them than me all the time. Why he do did my clothes fill, fit him so he, well? He did fill out that one dress pretty nicely. No, because he has like a nice ass chest. <laughs> he does. He has a really nice sometimes, chest. Sometimes, this is off topic, but sometimes when I see you post videos of Steve, photos of Steve and I just see how big he is, I get pissed that you're trying to tell me to date <laughs> I want to see like, this bitch can't tell me what to do. Her husband's literally macho man. Wait, first of all, I get pissed I'm off. I'm not trying to tell you to date shorter guys. Let's just clarify that. Okay. All I'm saying is fucking don't set your hinge profile to six, five, because probably like 0.02 of the population is six, five and above. All right, let's move on. But I'm glad to know that's how you feel. Okay, this one, I just want to preface. If you're listening and you have this, we still love you. But I think there is a line, and sometimes this line is crossed. Really thick fake eyelashes are so bad. I just think, I know it's like the whole thing is, oh, you just want to wake up and look, you know, natural and not have them. They don't look natural. No, there there is definitely great eyelash extensions and great fake lashes and really bad ones. I think we're both talking about the bad ones. The bad ones. But the bad ones, in my opinion, are so bad. And I think they really ruin someone's face. And it actually makes me sad that I'm like, how do you think this looks okay? It's like a stark little caterpillar on your eye. I just can't. Yeah. I, I, that's probably, sorry. (laughs) <laughs> you, i'm sorry if, if you have them i'm sorry i'm sorry but honestly you might look better without them just try it just try it okay okay this is something <laughs> that i feel like people are gonna be mad at me for but i have to be honest with you i am all for people doing whatever they want cosmetically to their faces to their bodies you do you make your own decisions but something that i find absolutely terrifying our veneers. I honestly am scared of them. And I don't, and I think that like most of the time they don't look good on people. I think that a lot of people get veneers that are way too big for their face, but this is the white into white. 
the whiteness doesn't bother me as much as the size of the veneers. I feel like they just ruin people's faces again. But I think this is why I'm really scared of veneers is because I didn't know what they were until a couple of years ago until I was at this party with this girl who honestly like was more of a, an enemy than a friend, like a friend of me. And she ate a chip and her veneer popped off <gasps> and it was the scariest thing ever. Do you know what your teeth look like under veneers? No, see, I've learned on TikTok recently. Does she have it shaved down like shaved that? Shaved down to like a little that's triangle. What I learned is that's actually not veneers and that's really horrible for your teeth. That's called something else. No, those, they do that to veneers. Maybe there's something else too, but that's veneers too. Oh. Like veneers are put over those and they're just really bad for your teeth. Yeah, they literally shave your teeth down so you look like a little vampire. Exactly, and that's just, I just find it, ter I find it terrifying. Forget about what it even looks like. I just think the whole process, if you need them, I guess, for a certain reason, or you need caps for a certain reason, that's like something different. But I just feel like cosmetically, I just feel like your teeth are so important. Just that, that just scares me. Just, it, they scare do me. You know, I feel like the cast of Love Island UK is notorious for having a lot of them go to like Turkey and stuff and get cheap veneers. Oh, um, really? That's because it's more affordable. There. Really random, though. Why? I don't know, but so many people on the cast of Love Island UK have some serious veneers. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway, sorry. Okay. We think the I hate men narrative is unproductive and we get it. Sometimes you want to vent and you say, but if we want to live in a harmonious, happy society, I just don't think that's going to get us very far. No. And obviously there's certain types of men that we can hate. Yeah, that's true. And certain qualities about men or whatever. But I just feel like the whole, just the whole narrative is not only unproductive, I'm over it. It's like tired, I'm bored of it. What What is it doing for us? Nothing, absolutely nothing. I do want to read, have you read that book, How to Date Men When You Hate Men or something? I actually want to read it. Just, I'm interested. I was going around on social media for a while and I'm kind of interested. I'm kind of want to, I want to read it. Okay, dive into it. We'll dive into know. it and report it. Report do you feel back. like you hate men? No. But do you feel like a lot of women hate men? Or do you? I think a lot of men hate, wow, this maybe is ever, mm. I think a lot of men hate women. And that's interesting. Yeah. But I, mean, I think maybe? as someone who I have a lot of great positive role male models, male role models in my life, and I think I'm going to end up with a man. Mm -hmm. So I just feel like if, if I'm putting that energy out there, that's not what I want. I want to, I want a man who respects women and loves women. And I do think that they exist. So I don't want to shut that out. You Definitely. know? So yeah. Okay. I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this. But what are your thoughts on the row and quiet luxury in general? Because part of me thinks it is like so overrated and like such a snooze fest. What's the quote? Wealth whispers. That's oh, a quote. Yes, I have heard that. And I get that. That's what I think of. And I honestly think just because it's weird, because I also think that money it, talks wealth whispers. Sorry. Mm, OK, yes. And I think that's part of that's true. Right. But what I think is annoying is people who are like, think they're above other people because they're wearing a $3,000 cashmere sweater, but it doesn't have a logo on it. And I'm like, you could have gotten that from the Gab. Seriously, I think the only time that this, you're right. No, I agree with you. I was going to say I disagree with you, but I actually agree with you because the only time where I'm like, okay, let's think of Adam Sandler. He is so wealthy, but he seriously wears like gym shorts and a t-shirt. Mm -hmm. He doesn't care. 
Right. But if you're trying to do like spend five grand on a cashmere sweater, you still care. You still care. Your intention behind that is the exact same as someone buying a Louis Vuitton bag or a pair of Gucci shoes. Exactly. So why do you think you're better then? Because. Exactly. Right. Okay. I thought I disagreed with you, but I do agree with you. And like, don't get me wrong. Like some of these brands have like beautiful pieces it's just the ones that, yeah. You know it's the whole that. message behind it is, oh, you're spending your money on all those logos. Like I'm better than that because my sweater costs even more and nobody knows. Exactly. Everyone's just trying to have cool shit and want people to know because then you're in this upper echelon of people or whatever and they do know. And then it's, oh, this inner circle knows. So you're just trying to be in a different circle. Exactly. Okay. Everyone's trying to get on this. And it's the worst. Rye is the worst dating app. From my personal experience, it's the worst dating app. No one messages each other. Maybe it's just me. Maybe you just <laughs> don't like me there. <laughs> it's just the worst dating app. I don't think anyone should be stressing getting over. Everyone's, everyone's like fighting for a Rio referral. I promise Are you. Are they? Is it like I the have, hottest ticket? I have people like messaging me, asking me for a Rio referral. You're not missing anything. Will I cancel my subscription? Absolutely not. <laughs> what if I, you know, I'm holding out hope. Maybe I'll match with that guy I'm obsessed with, Lucian. Is that how you say his name from Emily in Paris? Lucian? Oh, he's, he's so, so beautiful. Hot. He's really, he's very handsome. But anyway, it's overweighted. All right. This one I feel might be very controversial. <laughs> but I think ranch is an overrated condiment. It would fall probably fourth. On my list of condiments. What are your favorite condiments? I would first, I guess it depends where we're eating. Do you know what I mean? But I would probably go ketchup, mayo, honey mustard, then ranch. For sure. Honey mustard is better than ranch. Definitely. But I'm saying restaurant ranch, it hits. I don't think it's overrated. I think if you get a good restaurant ranch. I'm sure it's it's delicious. It's fucking good. But people are obsessed with ranch. Yeah, they are really obsessed with ranch. I just don't get that. I just don't get it. Okay. This one, I don't get the hype. Around Timothy Chalamet. I, I don't think he's that hot. I don't think so either. Do I, you think it's because maybe we're old? And he's so petite? Maybe. But even so, no. Harry Styles. Is, I'm into Harry Styles. Right. So I feel like I would compare the two of them. You know what I mean? Harry Styles got it. I'm like, ooh. Yeah, I don't get Timothy. I don't, I don't get, it. get it. People are obsessed with him. I know. And I don't understand it. Or, have you seen those things where is it timothy chalamet and emma chamberlain are actually the same person <laughs> wait no but that's don't they not, look alike i can see that for yeah, sure I'm serious. they do that's actually I'm really serious. funny okay this one i've seen a few people talk about or at least wearing but i feel like for the past year and a half maybe two years even now i think two years skinny jeans have been so uncool scrutinized scrutinized belittled (laughs) tossed aside and you know what i'm here to say like i actually don't think skinny jeans are out anymore i think they're coming back that might be an unpopular opinion but i think that we're gonna start seeing them creep back in i think they're gonna creep back in for sure and i actually feel like they look good on most people yeah, I definitely have been on the, I think when you just have something for so long, you kind of get sick of it and Agreed. it's nice to switch it up because I'll, I haven't worn skinny jeans in years, years, same years, same. I agreed. But then I saw two random influencers 
both of whose style I love wearing skinny jeans in the past month. And I was like, interesting. And it makes you be like, oh, those actually do look good. I was like, those look great. <laughs> they look awesome. So, yeah. All right, Christina, I'm sorry. I think Bravo is really boring. I think, I think it's boring. I think that's an unpopular opinion. But I don't think everything on Bravo is entertaining. I think there's a couple shows that are really good. But I feel like as an overall network, I for sure would not call it boring. I don't know. Okay, so like I tried. History Channel, Lifetime. Okay, but I've tried to get into The Real Housewives. I've tried to get into Southern Charm. I've tried to get into these things. And I'm just like, I don't care. That's fair. Yeah. I think you just need to give Vanderpump Rules and Summer House a chance. But aren't they over? What do you mean? Are they still on TV? Bitch, they're both coming out with new seasons in a week. Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> really? And you know what? You should watch watch it. Watch What Happens Live. I think that's the best program on Bravo. I think the guy I went on that bad date with was on that. Let me show you. Tell me if this is... What do you mean he was on that? I think he was on it. Do you know what Watch What Happens Live is? No. Okay, I don't think... I didn't think so. So it's a talk show that Andy Cohen hosts. So unless you're... Talking about Andy. It's not Andy Cohen, but please tell me if this is... Was he a guest on it? I don't know. We'll have to circle back on this because now I can't see it. Anyway. Please find it. I'm dying to know. No, I swear because there was a photo and my friend was like, oh my God, he was on that? And I swear that's what it was. I'll have to show you later. It's taking me too long and okay. I'm getting off topic. Those are the three shows you should start with. Watch What Happens Live is a great talk show. It's fun. It's 30 minutes. It's quick and entertaining. And is that the, is that? The yes, it is actually. That is Watch What Happens Live. Okay. This, oh wait, should I not say his name? No, don't say his name. Okay, sorry. I don't know who this person is. Me either. Well, I do now, but I don't know. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. The next one is this LA specific one. The hype around the Chinese chicken salad from Jones. I once fed into the hype. I introduce you to it. But the reality is, has have you ever eaten that salad and not felt sick after? I feel sick every single time. I feel sick every single time. The chicken has absolutely no nutritional value. It's so breaded. The, the entire salad has no nutritional value. But it's also, romaine. No, it's iceberg. It's iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> it's romaine. Oh, no, absolutely not. It's iceberg. It's iceberg. <laughs> Wait, I, ow. <laughs> I'm going to have the baby right now. Okay. If you go into labor right now, oh, that would be good for this plot. <laughs> like, will you fit in my Fiat? I'll drive your car. No, I'm not going. You're ordering me an Uber Black. I'm not going to the hospital in your Fiat. It's too small for me. <laughs> so your stomach would be on the dashboard. Oh, my God. Wait, hold on real quick because I'm a little confused with the lettuces right now. Iceberg. Iceberg has a zero. It has zero nutritional value. Right? Yes. Okay. Neither does romaine. So they're both equally. I thought no romaine was the one that had the most nutritional value. <laughs> I don't know. We're not in a debate about lettuce right now. Okay. And this salad is the most unhealthy. The dressing. Ever. The dressing too also is heavy. And what are those like crispy things? The crisp, oh, there's like a lot going on that salad. It does not make you feel good. You think, ooh, I'm going to, you know. Be healthy. Eat a little salad. It's the heaviest damn salad you're ever going to put in your stomach. And then you're going to get the chocolate chip cookie afterwards. That's worth and it. And then though. you're going to feel the, sick. The cookie's worth it. Just skip the salad. Get the cookie. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Okay. This is one that I am willing to change my mind on. Okay. If I give it another chance. But as of right now, I stand by this. 
Miami is not fun. Interesting. In the traditional sense. What's the traditional sense? Going to clubs, mm. that's that sort of thing. I don't think Miami is fun in that way. I do think they have good food, but overall Miami feels icky to me. Interesting. That's like promoters all oh, trying to get in line at this. Oh, you can't come in this with it if you're not wearing heels. Uh, uh, uh. I mean, there is definitely that vibe in Miami. I don't know why though, for some reason, like the past like couple months, I've been obsessed with Miami. I literally should we go? I literally tell Steve every day, I was like, Can we go to Miami? Can we go to Miami? Like we have friends who have condos down there. I'm like, why aren't we going to your friend's condos in Miami? See, this one I want to be proven wrong. And this one, whenever I think about moving to the East Coast, I think about spending time in Miami and going back and forth. And that is something that I get excited about. All right. Maybe someone needs to just show me a good time in Miami. I've had the worst time of my life there. I know. Have you ever been back? Was that the only time you, you ever went I'm there? I'm scared to go back. Oh my gosh. Did I tell you we went there for my sister's 21st birthday? And we literally, first of all, it was an insane weekend. But the best part was we started every single night for some reason at the Ritz-Carlton Piano Bar getting wasted and singing our hearts out. Wait, that sounds fun. It was the most fun. It was so fun. Maybe I take that one back. I'm not sure yet. Okay. I feel like this one we're not going to agree on. But I, and I love you, and I think that you have so many solid recommendations and i love your taste and style oh god get it out already i just don't get the aura ring and the hype around it i just don't think it makes sense or is worth the money i borrowed it from you once and it said i had an amazing sleep and i did not sleep well that night and i just don't get it because it's okay i didn't sleep well you're telling me that How, what are you doing to fix it if there was like some radiation coming out that it puts you to sleep and makes you sleep well or knowledge is power christina here are the things that I love about the Aura Ring. Not being on birth control, it takes your temperature in the morning and syncs it to natural cycles so you can track your ovulation. Okay, that's helpful. Not get pregnant. I'm not using that. You're not using that. Sleep, honestly, it's more of a competition within myself to see how good of a sleep score I can get. It is interesting to also learn, like I'll pay attention if I'm on my phone before bed, how my sleep is versus if I read before bed, my sleep is always better. But so, can't you just tell but by when you wake up in the morning? Do you really need the app to tell no. you that? Like, I feel like for me last night, I actually slept through the night. I woke up twice because I had to use the bathroom because my bladder is the size of a, a nickel. But I didn't get on my phone. I fell back asleep and I could tell I feel more restful. Do you really need the app to tell you that? Do you know what I mean? I like to see the facts. Okay. What else? What else? Also, I just did some minor math. And I basically have spent less than $1.50 a day wearing this. I've worn it every single day for honestly over a year. More than that. So that's if you it? wear it every day for a year. It's $500. If you wear it every day for a year, that's like $1.50 a day, I think. Don't take my word for that, but I did do that math and I think it's right. Okay. $1.50 times 365. $5.50. Yeah, so essentially. Okay. And I will say I like the step counter because it's always on you whereas your phone sometimes you don't have it on you i actually think that's probably the most beneficial part and i love what i would like the most and the natural cycles that makes sense yeah where i do think it can improve is the workouts i don't mm. use it to track workouts this is temperature sleep and steps for me but does it track workouts i don't think very accurately okay yeah but i still wear i still stand by it i recommend it i like it it's fun to see when you go out if I wear out, I get like 30,000 steps in the day. It's crazy. 
at night, like dancing or something. Oh yeah. That's cool. I'm like, damn. I think the step counter is actually great because I mostly just use my phone yeah. to count steps. And I'm like, I don't think this is accurate. One. Yeah. And two, like when we went to Disney, for instance, my phone died halfway through the day. Via the aura ring. And I was like, damn. I was like, I want to know how many steps I'm counting. How many steps? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. That's all we had today. Hopefully, if you have any unpopular opinions, please send them to us. I yeah. want to hear. Leave them in the Facebook room. Yeah. And, um, you know, <laughs> these are not that serious. Not that Sorry serious. if we offended you. Not that serious. Let's do, let's get into today's Ask Away segment. All right, everyone, it is time for Ask Away with Ray and Kay, where we sit down with you and give you our solicited advice. Let's get into it. Hey, I adore your pod and have been binge listening since September. Thank you very much. We love you. Just caught up for your Ask Away segment. I have a situation I'd love your advice on. I've been single for two years now and I'm pretty picky with dating. I've been seeing a new guy for a little over a month and he's legit giving me everything that I've been asking for from words of affirmation and telling me how much he likes me to spending so much time together. But how do you know the difference between if someone is right for you slash could be the one versus is just giving me what I want? He is ready to jump into a relationship now, but I'm not there yet. Should I be there by now? Any advice would be helpful. Love you, ladies. How long have they been dating? A month. I think you should. I th- that's A month is not very long. I think if he's showing all of the goods, all of the signs, like, first of all, it's okay if you're not ready to jump into a relationship. I think you could take things slow, but I just, I almost feel like, are you trying to make, are you trying to feel like there's got to be something wrong when all everything's right? See, I think if he's doing everything you want and all this and you're still not feeling it, time to run. I think that you should be like, fuck yeah, I want to be in a relationship. And if you're kind of hesitant, I feel like that's t- you, your intuition telling you something. See, I see. I understand that part too. But a month is not long. Well, it depends. This is what we don't know. We don't know. Is this like once a week hangout? Right. Or is this like multiple nights a week? If that's two, four, six, eight, we're, eight. I just had to count that. That's fucking embarrassing. <laughs> eight hangouts. That's kind of a lot. Yeah. Because then I will say that is kind of nowadays you go month months and months i was seeing a guy for six months and we still were nothing like i think that if you want to date someone and you're looking for a relationship if you've been hanging out consistently why not give it a go yeah well i think this person should give it a go and see how she feels afterwards i think but if you're not wanting to i think that's telling you something I don't know. I think I, so we're both we, giving different advice. Yeah, I guess we maybe we need more. Co- I feel like I need more context then. I don't think, I think if this person is doing, I don't know. Now I'm confused. <laughs> now I'm confused because I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. But I also don't feel like it's like that black and white. Like I feel True. like. Okay. Do you like this person? Like just take things slow. Maybe, maybe you are only seeing them once a week and they want to jump to a rela- relationship. Be like, you know what? I'm not ready to put a title on this yet, but like, I'm really interested in you. Cause I feel like what happens, it's like all yeah. of a sudden you're like scared because you've been single and you haven't been in a relationship. And now someone is like doing all these things and you're like, wait, is this even what I want? And it, it's easy to get like nervous and overthink everything when it's not putting so much pressure on it. If you're having fun, just continue having fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I get, I don't get the title thing. If you're essentially, I think if you're hanging out consistently 
and basically doing everything that is a relationship. I don't get why people get freaked out when it's brought up like a relationship. See, I kind of get that though, because I feel like I've always been like that. For me, like even when I was dating Steve, like I really like Steve, like I had no interest in dating anyone else. But the idea of him being like, oh, you're my girlfriend. This is like exclusive. That like kind of freaked me out a little bit. But would you have been upset if you found out he was dating other people? Of course. What? Yeah, I would have. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I think we just have two different types yeah, of people maybe. here. All right. I think a happy medium is actually... I think you should just give it some time if you're enjoying yourself, but be real. Like if you're thinking like, do I actually not enjoy spending time with this person? Do I not really like this person? Is he just doing everything right? And that's why I'm in it. Then you have to be real and honest with yourself. You know what I mean? But if you're kind of just like nervous to get more serious with someone because you haven't been, and maybe it feels like too good to be true, then just take things slow and stop overthinking it. Yeah. I think it's fine. I guess I agree. I think it's fine to be like, I like how these things are going. I like how things are going, but I still do believe that if the only thing that's keeping you in there is that he's doing everything that you want, but there's no like attraction or chemistry. Yes. That's completely different. Cause it sounds like that's kind of what it is. It sounds like he's doing everything right, but she's like kind of hesitant to jump into her. I guess she didn't say there's no attraction or chemistry, but like, yeah. I'm like, why are you has? If there was attraction, if there is chemistry, if he's doing everything you want and he's saying, I want to be in a relationship with you, I'm what's the hold up? Yeah. I don't know. I guess for me, I've always been like scared of losing independence when I was dating. That would always be my hold more than anything else. Okay. I see that. Well, I say... <laughs> This is the most roundabout ask away segment we've ever done. (laughs) What's our advice? (laughs) We literally have not given her any advice. I think I've given her advice. I told her to stop overthinking things and just tell them you want to take it slow and that you really enjoy spending time. And in that meantime, get really clear of why you're feeling this way. Is it that you're not attracted to this person? is that you're, that you're not actually... You're right. You did say that. You did give a good, Okay. All right. I'm confused. <laughs> okay. I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> That's what I would do. Okay. Okay. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Love you. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes on our website, theconfidentcollective.com. And find us on Instagram at Confident Collective. And if you really loved what you heard, screenshot today's episode in the podcast app and share it in your stories. And don't forget to tag us.